welcome to another week of Elvis Lives, a Conspiracy Theory podcast. This week is a little bit different. Sadly, our friend KB has a migraine and couldn't be here, but we have a very special friend today. We have Miss Shirley Seckham from An Idiot on Stage, and she has brought us this conspiracy theory. Hello, Julie. I'm so glad to be stepping into the Miss KB's shoes. Miss KB's shoes, they're pretty big shoes to fill. I know, I know. I'll try really hard. Okay, try your best. So, uh, today's conspiracy, it's November, and we thought we'd give you, like, a little something. We'd tie it in. We'd tie it in. So, we're talking about JFK. Oh, a conspiracy close to my heart. (sighs) It is... Hectic. (laughs) (laughs) So, when Cheryl bought me this one, I was like, I knew a little bit about it, I... I had an idea of what Shirley might be thinking of. Um, However, it wasn't that. So that's even spookier again. There's a lot of things that surround JFK and his assassination. It's huge. And what I was thinking of, um, which we will touch on later, was actually the babushka lady. And that is only a tiny, teeny, tiny part of the bigger conspiracy. It's a very obscure part. It's a very obscure part <laughs> of the theory that what Cheryl Lee has brought us today. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald. So let's talk a little bit about JFK first. John Fitzgerald Kennedy was born May 29th, 1917, often referred to by his initials JFK. He was an American politician who served as the 35th president of the United States from January 1961 until, spoiler alert, 22nd of November. His assassination on the 22nd of November, 1963. Kennedy served at the height of the Cold War, and the majority of his work as uh, president dealt with managing relations with the Soviet Union and Cuba. Remember those two places. Mm -hmm. They're important later. President Kennedy was assassinated in Dallas, Texas at 12.30pm on Friday the 22nd of November 1963. JFK was travelling in a presidential motorcade through downtown Dallas in a Lincoln Continental convertible. When he was shot once in the back, the bullet exiting via his throat, and once in the head. The president was taken to the Parkland Hospital for emergency medical treatment, where he was pronounced dead 30 minutes later. He was 46 years old. Very young. Super young. Mm-mm. He was a very young president. He was. He was very unusual for the time. For the time. Like, we had seen, what, old guy after old guy yeah, after old guy. <laughs> and then, boom, JFK. Young and hip. Young and hip. Maybe he had too many good ideas. I don't know. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald was an order filler at the Texas School Book Depository. This is the same location from which the shots were supposedly fired. Um, He was arrested for the murder of a police officer, J.D. Tippett, a murder which occurred 45 minutes after the president was shot and was then subsequently charged with Kennedy's assassination. That's a fun word. Hmm. Assassination (laughs) as well. This is one of the first things that blew my mind, Shirley. Why? It just... Why? That's right. Why? He, uh, so I'm to believe that Lee Harvey Oswald shot the president and then I've got a little time on my hands. I'm a wander. <laughs> Go to the movie. I'm a wander down the street. Oh, ooh, there is a good movie on. <laughs> I might kill a guy first. Yes. Yes. I'm a shooter cop. I'm going to go to the movies. I'm going to have a nice day. There you go. What else are you going to do? That's a good afternoon in yes. Texas. Yeah. yeah. And then the police are then to believe, where, where should we look for this guy that killed this police officer and shot the president? Oh, there's a good movie on. To be fair, to be fair, <laughs> this was an accidental meeting. But then how did he know? How did the officer know? How did that the he officer was, know? Yeah. 
Was he looking for? Was he running weirdly? Was he carrying the gun? No, he was not. He was flailing apparently. He was <laughs> arms and legs akimba. <laughs> really needed to get into that Awkward movie. Runner. <laughs> Imagine being shot like, hey you, you're running weird. Wrong Did you movie. kill a guy? Don't gather you. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, blue mind. Blown. Um so uh, Oswald denied shooting anyone, claiming that he was a patsy. And then was shot himself by Jack Ruby on November 24th before he could be prosecuted. Uh, Ruby was arrested and convicted of the murder of Oswald. However, Ruby was Ruby Ruby successfully appealed his conviction and death sentence, but became ill and died of cancer on January 3rd, 1967, while awaiting the date of his new trial. Just a little bit convenient. There's so much going on there. It's just... Too much. Too much. Yes. It's, it all seems just like a it's Too a convenient. Movie. It does. It's a movie. It is. It's the plot mm. of a movie. Mm. Ugh. President Johnson quickly issued an executive order to create uh, the Warren Commission, chaired by Ch- Chief Justice Earl Warren. Great name. Probably not a good guy. To investigate the assassination, the commission concluded that Oswald acted alone in killing Kennedy and that Oswald was not part of any conspiracy. Famous last word. (laughs) You heard it first here, guys. (laughs) A 2007 Fox News poll found that 66% of Americans thought there had been a conspiracy to kill President Kennedy, while 74% thought that there had been a cover-up. A Gallup poll in November of 2013 showed 61% believed in a conspiracy and only 30% thought that Oswald did it alone. We don't know how great these polls are, guys. It could be like two people polled, but (laughs) still. Actually, no, it can't be. Maybe three. (laughs) It's a little, little skewed. In 1979, the U.S. House Select Committee on Assassinations concluded that it believed, quote, that Kennedy was probably assassinated as a result of a conspiracy. The committee was unable to identify the other gunmen or the extent of the conspiracy. But they did say it would probably involved multiple gunmen. Yeah. So that single gunman theory, out the window. Out the window. Also, I find it's quite strange that the US House Select Committee on Assassination went, oh, it was probably a conspiracy. I love the fact that they've got a House Select Committee on Assassination. On assassination. <laughs> well, yeah. You need definitely need more than one to, to have that committee. <laughs> very, very spooky. All right. We're going to take a little break here, and then we're going to have a look into what's going on here. What's this? What's that? So strange. All right. Let's have a look into this crazy, 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 not so conspiracy, in my opinion, conspiracy theory. I think it's pretty straightforward. Yes. (laughs) So, in short, the theory is that Lee Harvey Oswald didn't act alone and perhaps wasn't even the gunman. Mm. It seems as though Lee Harvey Oswald was targeted for his movements and associations pre-assassination. Evidence of Oswald's pro-communist and radical tendencies include his defection to Russia and the New Orleans branch of the Fair Play for Cuba committee that he had organised. Fair Play for Cuba. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a committee you want to be on, you know, <laughs> you know what I kept thinking of when I was typing this? Um, it sounds kind of like a like a, a community kindergarten it does, initiative. It? it does. Hmm, and I was like, this is awful, but I can see this with a logo with handprints. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, others have argued that his behaviour was in fact orchestrated and in the aid of American intelligence agencies. Oswald himself claimed to be innocent, denying all charges and even declaring to reporters that he was, again, just a patsy. He also insisted that the photos of him holding a rifle had been faked. Oswald's role as FBI informant was investigated by Lee Rankin and others of the Warren Commission, but their findings were inconclusive. That's a word that's bandied around a lot. Isn't it? it? <laughs> what, what's, the, what's the status in that report? You're like, ah, uh-huh. maybe inconclusive. <laughs> sure, roll with that. FBI agent James P. Hostie reported that his office's interactions with Oswald were limited to dealing with his complaints about being harassed by the Bureau for being a communist sympathiser. So in his opinion, he just complained a lot and that's all we had to deal with him. (laughs) He's like, we had to put down the morning coffee, go deal with old mate (laughs) with his complaints about a communist being a communist sympathiser. Anyway, in the weeks before the assassination, Oswald made a personal visit to the FBI's Dallas branch office with a hand-delivered letter which purportedly contained a threat of some sort. But controversially, Hotsey, old mate that had to put down his coffee, destroyed the letter by order of J. Gordon Shanklin, his supervisor. Why would you do that? No reason, is there? Ah, yes. If it's just a letter that was like, stop harassing me, or a threat, you've got to keep a threat. visiting your city in a few weeks' time, and any threat coming in the door, wouldn't you just put that, you know, up on the, (laughs) paste it to the fridge, you know? I'll just pin this one to our notice board. That's right. We'll keep an eye on it, guys. Keep an eye on it, guys. Keep an eye. No, no, no. Let's just shred it. (laughs) We'll shred it. It'll be fine. Mm -mm. Oswald's mother, Marguerite, often insisted that her son was recruited by the agency of the US government and sent to Russia, which would explain why his re-entry into the States was so easy. See, Russia didn't want him there. No, they don't want anyone there, to be fair. true. You have to have a gold letter of invitation to go to Russia these days. But he, um, when he came back to the States, he was even offered grants. He's He's a little money. Thank you for coming back. Dodgy. Dodgy ass. Dodgy. New Orleans district attorney and later judge Jim Garrison, who in 1967 brought Clay Shaw to trial for the assassination of President Kennedy, also held the opinion that Oswald was the most was most likely a CIA uh, 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 CIA agent. Can't speak. Never. Just welcome, Shirley. It's, to Julie I, can't pronounce or I'm, speak. I'm happy here. Or read often. <laughs> Drawn into the plot to be used as a scapegoat, even going as far as to say that Oswald genuinely was probably a hero. Oh, that's a bit... It's a bit far. That's a bit off, yeah. (laughs) It's it's a bit far. He might have... He probably should have stopped at scapegoat. (laughs) Senator Richard Schweiker... I'm going to say it's... Should they give it all the good names here? Yeah. A member of the US State Select Committee on Intelligence remarked that everywhere you look with Oswald, they're fingerprints of intelligence. In 1978, former CIA paymaster and accountant James Wilcott testified before the HSCA stating that Lee Harvey Oswald was a known agent of the Central Intelligence Agency. Wilcott and his wife Elsie, also a former employee of the CIA, later repeated those claims in an article in the San Francisco Chronicle. See, it's all too well organised. It is. Everything about this is just too well organised for it to be one single man with a grudge... Or chip on his shoulder. It just lines up very well. Even the fact that when you look at where he had been in his lifetime and and Mm. he'd worked for the army, like they have a trace on... He was a sharpshooter. Exactly. 
they have a trace of where he's been in his mm. life. So to lay blame on anyone, you're going to be like, let's have a look in our book. This one, Soviet Union, Cuba, sharpshooter. He's our man. It is. But I think of anyone that's got to know whether or not someone was on the payroll, it might be the paymaster. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote his check last week. It's all good. (laughs) It kind of does seem like there's a cover up and perhaps Oswald was not to blame. As Kennedy was shot at a public event, there were people lining the streets to see him. Literally hundreds of witnesses ready to state their account of what they'd seen that day. However, there are still witnesses unaccounted for. Could they be additional agents in on the assassination? Let's take a, a little quick peek at who these Let's people are. Yeah. So, Shirley, yes. have you heard of the Umbrella Man? The Umbrella Man. I do love the name. It's nice. Isn't it? <laughs> it's very theatrical. It's very us. Uh, the Umbrella Man, this is a man that was standing the closest to the motorcade when the shooting happened. He was said to be holding an open umbrella on a day with absolutely no rain. This is sounding a little like Get Smart. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it suggested that perhaps a dart with paralysing drugs no. could have been shot from the no. umbrella, <laughs> stunning Kennedy and making him a sitting duck, so to speak. <laughs> In 19- he was already sitting duck. He was in a car. He wasn't going anywhere. Literally sitting. It wasn't like he was like, it wasn't like a party car. He oh, wasn't I, moving too I much. I love this conspiracy, but the dart's going a bit far. The dart's a bit far. Hear, hear us out, though. Okay. In 1975, CAA weapons developer, this is the guy that developed the weapons, mm-hmm. Charles Sens... Oh, are you kidding me? Sensony. <laughs> sure, that's, that'll do. Sorry, Charles. Sorry. Told the Senate Intelligence Committee that such an umbrella weapon was in the hands of the CIA in 1963. It's a good James Bond film. It's a great James Bond film. <laughs> Let's get on that. A more prevalent conspiracy th- <laughs> holds that the umbrella could have been used to provide a visual signal to a hidden gunman. That makes sense. Just pop that umbrella, that's yeah. the signal to shoot the that president. That is going past. Well, see, that seems a little... Mm bit basic i don't know it's, it's a little but Mary maybe Poppins it's for me. basic enough well true <laughs> very no mobile though. phones is there no, no mobile phones nothing. you can't beat beat no high technology you can't yeah. be like send on msn that's hey, right msn send up who am i <laughs> 15 years ago <laughs> julie he's on 60 <laughs> anyway no messenger being like hey yeah. he near true smiley face thumbs up <laughs> gun emoji gun that's emoji not so Just possible. pop that umbrella, we'll get it yeah. done. Yeah. But, then again, probably more likely than poison darts. Yes. Uh, in 1978, Louis Stephen Witt came forward as the identif- and identified himself as the Umbrella Man. Testing, testifying before the United... Oh, seriously. So many words. So little time. <laughs> testifying before the United States House Select Committee on Assassinations, There's our favourite so committee. House Select Committees, I love them. Yeah. Which stated that he brought the umbrella to heckle Kennedy and protest the appeasement policies of the president's father, Joseph Kennedy. Some researchers have noted that a number of inconsistencies with Witt's story and they don't believe him to be the true umbrella man. Oh, I see. He's just after a bit of fame. Yeah. So he was saying, you know, when you do something really inappropriate at the wrong time in the wrong place. Like pop your umbrella. Yeah. He actually (laughs) said if there was like a Guinness World Record for the most inappropriate moment to do something. That would be it. And he would have been number one (laughs) on that list. Um, But whether or not he was the umbrella man. He'd have to. Yes. No. Hmm. Um, Here's a troublesome name for you. (laughs) 
which I read incorrectly and it's not as troublesome. Then I read correctly and I went, ugh, <laughs> that's a name. This is called The Dark Complected Man. Dark Complected Man. Mm-hmm. I read it as complicated first. And I was like, that's a nice story. Mm. Read it correctly when that's racist. There you go. An unidentified individual who is referred to by some conspiracy theorists as the Dark Complected Man is seen in several photographs taken seconds after the assassination. Sitting on the sidewalk next to the Umbrella Man on the north side of Elm Street, Louis Stevenson, who identified himself as the Umbrella Man, still unconclu- inconclusive, again, said he was unable to identify the other individual whose dark complexion has led some conspiracy theorists to speculate Cuban government involvement or Cuban exile involvement in the assassination of Kennedy. And what was this guy's role in the whole thing? Just to sit there just and sitting watch, next to Umbrella Man. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, Umbrella Man. He was the one that was shoving Pop him it. in the ribs saying, Pop, Pop it. that's right. Pop it now. Yeah. <laughs> there is also Badge Man oh my and gosh. Tin Hat Man. These are figures on the grassy knoll who it is alleged can be seen in the Mary Mormon photo taken approximately one-sixth of a second after President Kennedy was shot. The badge man figure, so-called, as he appears to be wearing a uniform similar to that worn of a policeman with a badge prominent, helped fuel conspiracy theories linking Dallas police officers or someone impersonating a police officer to the assassination. So there wouldn't be, the the, the president's driving motorcade through the middle of the city, there wouldn't be any policemen no, around? No, I, I would assume not, surely. No, he's out of place. No. Oh, dear. Really weird. <laughs> so, so weird. Yeah, let's just get that one. Yeah. <laughs> then we have the babushka lady. Love the name. Delightful name. Mm. She's known as the Bush, babushka lady because she was seen wearing a headscarf that day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Again, slightly racist. Holy cow. Uh, she was seen to be holding a camera by eyewitnesses and was also seen in other film accounts. She was observing, observed sorry, standing on the grass between Elm and Main Streets and is visible in the Sapruda film as well as the films of Orville Nix, Mary Munchmore. <laughs> That's not right. Her name is Mar- <laughs> Munchmore, but Munchmore is fun. And Mark Bell, 44 minutes and 47 seconds into the Bell film, even though the shooting had already taken place and most of her surrounding witnesses took cover, she can still be seen with the camera at her face. So she's either oblivious to everything. Or deaf. Or deaf. (laughs) And blind. So she's she's facing the grassy knoll. She's facing, uh, so shooting had already taken place. Uh, Everyone around her on the grassy knoll had taken cover and she's still standing where... With the camera at her face, pointed at the at the motorcade. Okay. What's happened, guys? Why's everyone running? <laughs> Don't forget me. <laughs> After the shooting, she crossed Elm Street and joined the crowd that went up the grassy knoll. She is last seen in photographs walking east on Elm Street. Neither she nor the film she may have taken have ever been positively identified. Could it be the film that captured more than it should have that day? And we no longer have her. She was... Mm. Yep, disappeared. <laughs> She's a wizard. <laughs> that would be fun. Maybe it's time travel conspiracy as well. We can oh, really so much. go. So this much. is hectic. <laughs> so listeners, there are so many theories on what happened that day. So many that we probably could do an episode on JFK once a month for years. <laughs> and you never know, we might. But I really hope that today's uh, episode has given you just a little food for thought so much food there's a whole meal here there's a, there is a whole meal there's a there's maybe a big mac meal plus mm-hmm. an extra cheeseburger yep, on the side absolutely so <laughs> what i encourage you to do do some googs 
Oh, and there's so many books in the oh, so many books. Hit the library. There is just so much out there. It will just absorb you. It absorbed me for a year, Julie. A year. <laughs> an I was entire a real conspiracy year. nerd. <laughs> for an entire year. So is there anything that you think we've missed today? No, I don't think so. I think, I mean, definitely he wasn't alone. Oswald wasn't alone. But look, he got shot himself by Jack Ruby two days later. So convenient. So convenient. In front of the press. Everything. Just and we mm, couldn't even mm. we couldn't even really dig into Jack Ruby because he passed away as well. He did, he did, and he had underworld connections. Like he was not. He was a bouncer at a nightclub. He was not good. No, no. Um, there's there's also um, multiple documentaries that look into the direction and the possibility of the of shooting. The gunshots, yes, the man so, on the grassy knoll. I mean, the, the let's just say it the. <clears throat> Brain matter yes. in the direction mm. of all of that, coming from a different direction, not from behind. Not from behind. And may I just have, this whole thing always <laughs> makes me feel for dear Jackie O. Oh, my goodness. That poor woman sitting next to her husband in the car and then through to the photographs of Lyndon B. Johnson being sworn in and that poor woman is still in that pink boucle suit oh, covered in her husband's blood, the whole thing. Awful. What a woman. I shed a little tear today because I saw the photo again and the the film footage again of when the um, bodyguard comes up to the back of the car and she climbs over the back of the car yes. and reaches for him yeah. to pull him in. I was like, oh, it's I just know. so awful. Can you imagine? Everything is just so awful. Um, but, yes, definitely if there's theories about it not even being shot from the Texas Book Depository. There's, yep. It's hectic. It would have been quite a shot to come from up there. Oh, yeah. Huge. Like, he was a good marksman, but... Um, so he, he did two rounds of testing in his time in the Army. His first test came out as 212, whatever that means to anyone else. The best marksman is 220. Mm. He came out as 212, and then a couple of years later, he tested as 191, I believe. But they tested the rifle years later, recently... Tested that rifle and could he, they could not get off the number of shots in the time that it would using have, that rifle. Oh yes, to have four shots. That's exactly yeah, right. crazy, no. crazy stuff. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much, Cheryl, for joining us it's been today. Fun. It has been fun, yeah. as fun as a conspiracy theory about death can be. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed. Come back anytime. I'd love to. If you've got more theories, oh. send them our way. Conspiracies, I love them. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, guys. You know where to find us. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, you can email us, elvislivespodcast at gmail.com and give us all your feedback, good or bad. Be like, Julie, please learn how to speak and read. Thank you. You could also, uh, if you like, just give us a cheeky review on whatever you happen to be listening to us on. If that is Spotify, just do us a favor and fall asleep listening to us. Really get those downloads up for us. <laughs> <laughs> Much appreciated. And we will see you next week with another conspiracy theory. Bye. self-taping studio in Brisbane? No way. Are we in it right now? We are. Ooh, this place is nice. It's an air-conditioned, soundproof room full of mics, lighting and backdrops to play with. Oh, so it is. Just bring your phone, your camera or your laptop and literally plug in and play. Check. 
I would love you to come and create your podcasts, audition tapes, videos, whatever you can imagine, really. You can check out the details and loads more at anidiotonstage.com.au. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Okay, okay, doing that right now.